And now it's time for the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen on ESPN UP. Here's your host, Tanner Hoops. The Sports Pen on location today, coming at you live from the Calumet Coliseum in Calumet, Michigan. Hi, everybody. Tanner Hoops with you. Glad that you're along. Ryan Stieg of the Mining Journal is our in-house hockey expert. You're playing on our team today, Ryan, and it's double Ryan, uh, Ryan Day this week. We're glad to have you. Yeah, you gotta you got to get as much into the show as you possibly can <laughs> over the course of the week. So, yeah, it's uh, great to be on today. A very special Sports Pen presented by the Holiday Inn Express in Houghton. As we come at you once again live from the Crow's Nest at the Calumet Coliseum in Michigan, where it is Craft Hockeyville 2019. Now, this has been fun, Ryan. I didn't get experience it when it happened in 2011, but today has been a really fun day. We got to see the parade. You know, it's a small parade, but I don't even think you call it a parade, but it felt like one. The fans were happy. There were little kids getting autographs. The players stayed. They interacted with the fans. They had a really, really good showing today we got to see a few guys who used to play their college hockey around here a couple of former wildcats and a husky and we are going to get treated to a real life nhl game in the upper peninsula of michigan tonight and this is the second time that a pro hockey game has come up to the upper peninsula of michigan that's uh i mean it's it's a great showcase for the up too because the up as we've seen on social media with mountain dew and all their uh and the nfl and all their things it's it's a forgotten part of this country you know people think that the up is either part of wisconsin or in the case of the nfl like in the middle of lake superior or something like that <laughs> so it's you know there's not a lot of places that can say you know that don't have pro sports teams can say that they showcase two pro hockey games i mean pennsylvania's done it twice too Mm -hmm. but i mean this is just it's a unique experience and uh, the fact that i've got to cover two of them now is pretty cool yeah we've got the hometown team so to speak with the red wings being here and the defending stanley cup champion st louis blues i don't know that we could have asked for a better matchup yeah it's uh Kelly Metz getting a good gift here tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. The Red Wings didn't come to Marquette, you know, three years ago, but they're up here this year, and uh, so it, it's going to be a very pro Red Wings crowd here tonight, which is oh, kind of a blow to the Blues a little bit, you know, Stanley Cup champs, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, there's good talent that's going to be on the ice. I mean, I, I think as pro Red Wings this crowd's probably going to be, um, I think there's a little, you know, like you're still going to have the Stanley Cup champs here. You're getting a good team to watch, too. So this is going to be a pretty good game. And like you said earlier, there's a lot of local connections, too. Well, I tell you what, as much of a pro Red Wings crowd as this is, there were an awful lot of Blues jerseys out there. Like there were a lot more than I expected. I thought, you know, maybe they'll get one or two, but this is going to be a sea of red. And while well, the majority is going to wear red and cheer for Detroit, the sea of red is not the case. Yeah, it's uh I thought that would be maybe a sea of red, too, but, uh, you know, I think people up here in the UP, Marquette, Calumet, Houghton, the Sioux, you know, wherever, just appreciate good hockey. So as pro Red Wings as this, you know, the UP is, you know, they love just good hockey, good players, you know, and seeing it right in front of them. This is, I think they're embracing both teams, one probably a little more than the other, Mm. but like, you know, in their own way. Well, I tell you what, we've got a lot to get to over the course of the next hour. Media availability earlier today. I've got a lot of audio that I want to play for you. I teased yesterday that we're expecting a special surprise guest. It's not just Ryan. We're happy to have you here. Always are. But we are going to expect to have a surprise special guest coming up here at about the bottom of the hour. You're going to want to stay tuned for that interview. It's going to be a then we're going to be coming up. I love, I love men in their first time, but a lot of our listeners are as much as, much as I'm talking about Hockeyville and Sportsman is coming at you like today. Brought to you by maybe I'll write Shiner here, you know, Wildcats alums. They're clowns. So I have a piece of problem. 
um, uh, you know, different so it's um about the course that they go from playing and Is it weird to Many used to you know, to a Be cool game. Conversation. Greatest stories I can tell in my professional career. Because last night I was on I was on local three with Jake Durant, and we were talking a little football. Well, Pierre flew into the UP last night. In his hotel room, he decided turn on a little TV, watch some of the local news, and he recognized me from the local news last night. I said, hi, Pierre, and he said, you're Tanner Hoops from the TV. I said, wow, I've seen you on TV many times too, Pierre. So there you go. You got that connection. <laughs> um, Pierre was up here for uh, Marquette Hockey Girl. I did an interview with him uh, over the phone. I talked to him briefly, you know, when he was at the game, and uh, he, he really enjoys this kind of experience. He was really happy to be in Marquette, and I'm sure he's just as thrilled to be here, too. I tell you what, talking hockey with Pierre earlier today was fun. And you take a look at the roster tonight, Ryan, the players that are active for each team. I mean, they brought a lot of big guns for something like this. It's not just something special for the fans. The teams know how special an atmosphere like this is. Uh, Detroit was in Pittsburgh last night. They didn't bring a lot of those players. In fact, the only player who skated last night in Pittsburgh that will play tonight is Taro Hirose, the Michigan State standout, led the Big Ten in goals last year. But otherwise, you look up and down this roster for the Blues, a lot of these guys were uh, not just on the team, but they were key contributors to the team that hoisted the cup last spring. Yeah, it's interesting how uh, you know the coaches have decided to look at this because you know, they, it's the preseason, so you want to get, you know, the prospects, you know, a lot of your AHL guys, you know, a look to see maybe if they have the potential to make the crack the lineup to start the year. Um, but also they realize that this is a special occasion, so they want to get the fans, you know, some star power to see, you know. So it's not just minor league players. It's actual, you know, high-quality NHL players to make a very unique experience. Yeah, for the Blues, you've got Colton Pareko is here. You've got Ryan O'Reilly was an integral. And I tell you what, Ryan O'Reilly... Uh, he was here for Hockeyville back in 2016. Yeah, I'm hoping uh, you know if he gets uh, called up to the post game, we can talk to him about that because he, uh, you know, it, it, he's gonna, he's one of the few people out there. You know, <laughs> maybe like he and I are in a select group. It's probably the only connection you can have, you know, to a pro hockey player. But both he and I were at you know, the Hockeyville games, both of them. So that's kind of cool. I tell you what, Ryan, we're going to welcome a third member of our broadcast for today. The Holiday Inn Express in Houghton is the sponsor of today's sports pen. Let's welcome in Kenny Rowe, former Northern Michigan hockey player. He lives here in Calumet. And I tell you what, uh, Kenny, this is this is quite the party that you guys have up here in Calumet. Well, uh, how can you not appreciate this, right? Craft uh, Hockeyville in Calumet, Michigan, 37 more miles on pavement, and you can't go any farther. So, uh, yeah, great boost for the community, uh, but not just the community of Calumet itself. I think for the whole Copper Country, and you guys experienced it in Marquette, right, a couple of years ago? So, I did, yes. Yeah, very, very good. Um, yeah, and, uh, boy, it's just put a lot of smiles on today. Saw the kids coming in from school. 
And how rare is that to be able to stand next to the glass as a young youth player? Whether you play the game or not, or just a school, uh, coming out of school and seeing a Dylan Larkin flying around, or you know, so that's just a great thing, it really is. Do you feel like it creates like some extra interest in hockey? Maybe kids who aren't maybe rabid hockey fans can like be interested a little more in the game. Maybe get take a chance on it. Or? I absolutely think so. I think today you hear out on a common street that you know people saying that hockey is starting to be an inexpensive game and stuff like that but you know things like this yeah you you always need that little bit of a perk to maybe drive some interest and and i think that you know when you can see these young kids and maybe not even just the youngest but even one that maybe the 14u 15u kid that maybe plays a lot out on the outdoor rink that says you know what it's good to see these guys flying around maybe i'm gonna jump in and join but you know anything you can do to encourage a youth to step in is really good kenny do you have good stories about playing in this arena well (laughs) I don't know, you know, back in the late 70s, uh, early 80s, but, uh, yeah, you know, you, you built a, a lot of friendships, and, and not just in hockey games, you know, stuff like that, but, uh, you know, I'm looking here, you got Tom Mogish walking around here, and I uh, grew up playing with his ex-counterpart, Joe Blake's son, mm-hmm. Tom, so, yeah, and then playing, of course, against all the Marquette teams, the Houghton teams, and stuff like that, but, uh, you know, this is a place, having gone through the junior hockey program, and this is a place where people came to you know just to visit and stuff and watch games but the place was always packed you know and you could always tell somebody hey we'll see you at the next game and stuff like that but uh, you know there's a lot of fans used to school game we're just like so, you know, you played in Marquette. You know, Hockeyville came to Marquette. You know, played in Calumet. Hockeyville's are What makes the UP so Hockeyville-centric? What makes it so unique? Well, I think one thing, right? Tradition. Anywhere you go, you can pick up a name and throw it out there at somebody, and they can give you a good story about it. And, you know, having gone through the Calumet hockey ranks here, being a player now, having been a coach, and then having a son now, I've spent a lot of time in the Marquette area over in the Sioux and stuff like that, but you can just see that. Hockey isn't just talked about from last year or five years ago. There's some traditional stories and about players, teams, games from years past, many years. You know, it's always cold here in January, February. That's a given in the UP, right? So mm-hmm. now you got new, more efficient heaters. Um, you know, we got the new Zamboni, uh, new sound system here. And then you go outside, and nobody really stops to think about that because, like, in the wintertime, December, January, February, you always got the cold ones. But we got a new ice compressor outside that they say, I don't know much about it, but uh, the talk on the street is, you know, they could have ice here in July if they wanted it now. So, you know, plenty of things that come along with Kraft Hockeyville. Uh, you got to give a big thanks to, to Kraft and, and the National Hockey League. But, like I said, when you really look at it, it's about the kids in the community and young and old. Um, it's just been a great lift for us. Kenny, I tell you what, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit because Tom tells me that you're an expert. That was the word he used to describe you. And an expert would be able to tell us something that no one would know about this place. Do you have anything like that? What's something that we don't know about the Calumet Calumet Coliseum? Well, I don't know. You know, back in the day, like I said, you look at it now, our town is is shrunk a little bit due to the economics and stuff. But when you really look, this, this used to be a place that, um, you know, when you look around it right now, I mean, the stands were always packed. And it was a big thrill for his teammates, as players, to score a goal here just to hear the roar. And I was here. I had cousins and relatives that played for the uh, the old CLK Wolverines back in the 70s. And then uh, my father was a part owner of the USHL Copper Country Chiefs that was here. And we used to pack this place. And, of course, I played for Calumet High School. And, uh, you know, the roar of the crowd here was fun and scoring a goal here wasn't just something that you slightly remembered you remembered it for life because it was that support and that roar that you got from the crowd any favorite part from today kenny anything that stood out to you so far you're going to save that for the game well i don't know i guess like i said you know being at my age and you're, you're midway through your life and you look back and you say you know what where did the heck the last 20 years go and like i said i got a son that went through here and uh, a lot of family members and stuff but I just want to thank the uh, the media and everybody that just came out here and gave us a chance to put Calumet on the map, right? I mean, a lot of good hockey players have come through here. The game of hockey um, has always been good up here, but today proves that the game of hockey is more than just a game. 
Tanner Hoops along with Ryan Stieg and Kenny Rowe. Glad to have you along for a special sports pen brought to you by the Holiday Inn Express of Houghton. Let's take our first time out. I've got some audio to play for you next on ESPN-UP. We won't arrange your furniture, we can't organize your kitchen, but we're here to get your home loan ready so that you can. The Mortgage Team at First Bank invites you to talk about down payment assistance programs. Getting pre-approved also makes house shopping easier. Stop in or apply online at first-bank.com and make it happen with First Bank. First Bank. Marquette Ishpeming. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Subject to approval. These may apply. First Bank. Where it's all about people. Now back to the sports pad. Here's Tanner Hoop. The Sports Pen live on location today. We are brought to you by the Holiday Inn Express of Houghton. Tanner Hoops, Ryan Steeg with you. And in just a few hours, this place is going to be packed to the brim. Capacity of about 700, right, Ryan? It's going to be it's going to be full. Uh, it's going to be full. I've heard different numbers. I've heard 700. I've heard 900. I've heard 1,000. So, I mean, like... Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, you know. Looking out right now, I... I I'm surprised, honestly, by 700. Yeah, this is, uh, everybody has their own little estimate. My favorite thing about this arena so far is there's actually a sign that says no smoking in the rink area. I mean, how long ago was that <laughs> sign? Because <laughs> it's like, when's the last time you could smoke in a hockey arena? Huh. This it, is how you know that this place is some age to it. Yeah, is uh, a sign like that. And uh, a first aid room. How about that? I mean, what a... This is an interesting place and uh, a fascinating place. I'm just looking around at the setup here, and the setup is so unique, so cool. They've got the TV cameras for the NBC broadcast set up. I don't know what that is that it's set up on. It's it's like on top of the first aid room, but I don't know if that's its natural perch or like because this I believe is the first televised game in this arena's history. So I don't know what that perch's natural purpose is. I don't know where Brennan Burke is going to be set up to call the game tonight for NBC. Pierre will take his usual spot between the benches. Uh, maybe like it's uh, the standing room only or whatever. <laughs> that's that's where people stood. It's uh, it's, it's definitely an interesting setup. Uh, Marquette was kind of the same way. I mean, Marquette had a barrier on the top, so you could act, and around the edge, so mm-hmm. you could stand at the edge and watch the game. But uh, yeah, it's each arena is unique in its own way in Hockeyville, and this is. This is definitely, you know, its own thing. And I, I love how arenas can market themselves. Like, every arena has a story, and it's unique in its own way. It is the oldest indoor hockey arena in the country, built in 1906. But it was originally an armory. And if you look at the ceiling, I mean, you can tell it was an armory. And I like that. It adds a little bit of feel to it. Yeah, it's uh, I, I love the old hump thing. Because you look at all the classic, you know, hockey arenas, high school, college, and stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> it, it has an armory-like shape. It's mm. like, you know, it's like an airport hangar or something like that in a way. It's kind of... <laughs> It's just—it's a cool thing when you see a building like that. The first thing that comes to mind is probably either an armory or like it's a hockey arena. And uh, I like the setup here; it's very interesting. Well, I tell you what—when the two teams arrived here today, first the Blues, then the Red Wings, it was like a mini parade leading up to the Coliseum, and the place just went nuts for Dylan Larkin. Like Dylan Larkin was easily and still is the most popular person here at Hockeyville today. But then the trail split once they got to the front doors of the Coliseum. The Blues went to the left, the Red Wings went to the right to get to their respective locker rooms, which are located underground. It, yeah. it kind of looks like a, like one of those basements in a farmhouse. Yeah, and then they're both going to come out the same tunnel. <laughs> I mean, that's vastly different than uh, an NHL game, and it's definitely different from Marquette. They, were, they came out of opposite ends of the ice. You know, the Sabres were on, you know, one, you know, one side of the rink, and uh, the Hurricanes were on the other side, and now they're both going to be coming out of the same area, like one team first and then the other one. So there's probably going to be a bit of a delay in between both teams coming on. But, uh, yeah, underground locker rooms. Underground that's, locker rooms. This is... This is something else. You know, and even our perch up here, th- what made me think of uh, of uh, uh, what came to mind, I should say, immediately was the movie Miracle. Do you remember when they were scouting oh, yeah. talent? Mm-hmm. And they're watching from a booth similar to this that's behind one goal and facing the sheet of ice. you got the entire building in front of us, and that's where they're evaluating players. That's where the, I forget what scout it was, said that Ruzioni would have no shot at making the team. This is kind of like that setup. That was Lou Nanny. 
Was it really yeah. Lou Nanny? For, former former Minnesota Gopher Oops. Uh, and North Star guy. Who that guy who played Lou Nanny didn't look anything like Lou Nanny. <laughs> so you probably looked at that and my is like, is that really Lou Nanny? But uh, yeah, that was who it was supposed to be. So Lou Nanny when he was up here and horribly evaluated Mike Aruzioni. This is kind of like what that setup is. There's a lot more room to this place than I thought there would be. They've got this upstairs kind of. Can you call this an upstairs? You have to I, get upstairs to get yeah, to it. You, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like how you call it a crow's nest. Isn't it kind of? Yeah. Kind of like know. a crow's nest. Except it's big, though. We've got a full buffet. We've got a banner for the media back here. Uh, there's a lot more space to it than you would think. Just uh, that, You can say that for the whole building. Just from looking at the outside, it's a lot bigger once you're in it. It is. And uh, it, the media setup's also different. Like in Marquette, you know, the media sat, you know, live in the action you know, in the indoor arena, you know, like at the same level with the fans. We were up a little higher because it was a deck, but mm-hmm. you could see the sand, fans and interact with the fans. And whereas here, you know, we're kind of isolated. We're in their, like, media <laughs> deck, you know, where we can't really talk to the fans. But uh, it's still a great perspective. We're overhanging one of the goals. So, uh, you know, I'm not sure what goal is who's going to be in this end, you know, to start <laughs> the game. But, uh, you know, it's it's a cool thing. I you know, I've never been up here to the Kelly Coliseum before, and uh, this is only my second trip, actually, up at the Copper Country. Is that so, right? Yeah. I went to Houghton once, <laughs> and just to, like, explore the area, And uh, but I've never been up to Calumet, so this is kind of cool. It's a cool area up here, and it is a really cool venue for hockey. Again, we're expecting a very special surprise guest coming on here in about 10 minutes or so. You're going to want to stay tuned for that interview. I've got plenty of audio to share with you. I've got audio that includes both head coaches, Craig Marube of the Blues and Jeff Blaschel of the Red Wings. But first, what I'm going to play for you now, and Ryan, we'll say goodbye to you. I appreciate you coming on air with us. We'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, what I want to play before we get to the coach's audio and our special guest, I want to play this interview I had earlier with Ken Cal, the play-by-play voice of the Detroit Red Wings. was kind enough to give me some time. We had coffee together. Really good guy and really fun interview. So, Ryan, again, I appreciate it, man. I'll see you tomorrow. Sounds good. All right. Ryan Steig once again of the Mining Journal. Uh, Ken Cal, let me play that interview for you before our guest gets here. Tanner Oops for ESPN-UP, joined by Ken Cal, voice of the Detroit Red Wings. Ken, I appreciate you taking the time here at Hockeyville 2019, getting set to go from Calumet. I tell you what, how special it is for this city here. What was that welcome like coming off the bus? Oh, it was terrific. Um, it brings the hockey players right back to their roots. And a lot of these guys come from small towns as it is, and uh, it's just a thrill for them to be able to be here. I know in talking with the guys over the last couple of weeks, ever since we were in training camp in Traverse City, that they were looking forward to this day. They were looking forward to playing the Blues tonight, the defending Stanley Cup champs, and just to be in town here in Calumet. So we're all excited to be here, and, boy, the support, the fan support has been terrific. And I know a lot of them are Red Wing fans. Yeah, the Wings weren't able to be a part of Hockeyville when they came to Marquette. I know it was disappointing for a lot of the players. They get that chance tonight, grow the game here in Michigan. And I tell you what, I don't think I've ever seen an ovation like the one Dylan Larkin got coming off the bus. Anything that compares it to that in recent memory? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the Stanley Cup Final. And uh, there's all the hoopla when two teams are in the Stanley Cup Finals. And that's what it kind of reminded me of uh, in a smaller version. But the excitement from the fans and the way uh, Dylan... Look shocked coming off the bus just to see all the people and you know people, the kids cheering for him and calling his name was just amazing. So, again, the all the guys are excited and the Wings uh, they've got, they've got a good team here tonight. So the fans will be entertained. Bertuzzi, Mantha, Larkin that'll be the number one line for Detroit. They're here today, so um, the fans have a lot to, to cheer about. Well, can we get a look at some of these guys that are fighting to make the roster? But you brought the big guns, like you mentioned. But you get to see a lot of these young guys maybe we don't know as much about. Who's somebody young here on this roster that's had a good preseason and impressed you so far? Joe Valeno's been really good, and I don't know if he's going to make the 23-man roster at the end of the week, but we'll have to wait and see. But, you know, if you look at his point totals, he's got three assists, three points in four games. He's been really good. Uh, Taro Hirose, who has played five preseason games, he has four points. The puck just follows him all over the place. Of course, he had a terrific start to his National Hockey League career when uh, he signed as a free agent late last season. So, you know, there's a lot of youngsters. The guy that's not going to be here today, and I think has been probably one of the best youngsters, is Mo Sider. Red Wings' number one pick this year for an 18-year-old kid. Uh, pretty smooth out there. He's good in the offensive and defensive zone. Still has some things to work with. But, you know, again, if even if they start the season in Grand Rapids, 
it, it, it's not going to hurt them. They're going to learn how to play in all different types of situations, and then when they're ready to, to make the big jump to the National Hockey League, they'll be ready, and that's what's most important. A couple of Northern Michigan Wildcat alumnus on your team with Shine Loggins. What do you see in those guys? Uh, they're good, solid hockey players. Um, I, I would say that they're on the outside looking in as far as the 23-man roster, but uh, they're certainly guys that give it their all out there. And, of course, they're happy to be here because of uh, them playing here up in the UP. And it, it'll be exciting for them to be able to entertain the fans here in Calumet. Talk about Ken Cal, play-by-play voice of the Detroit Red Wings. Well, Ken, looking at the Red Wings, you know, the past couple of years have been tough, and, you know, the fans want to be optimistic. Tell me why the fans should be optimistic about this team. Well, here's the thing that I always tell Red Wing fans is that uh, when Eiserman, Fedorov, Lidstrom, Konstantinov, nobody knew them back when they first started as a Detroit Red Wing, and then they grew before the fans' eyes and became Stanley Cup champions. I tell the fans, embrace what you have right now. These are a good young crop of youngsters that one day are going to be super NHL players, and they're the next wave of champions here in Detroit. So the guys that we talked about, uh, Valeno, Zadina, Mo Sider, uh, the list can go on and on. These are guys that you'll be able to watch and grow and, and see them improve year in and year out. Now, it's not going to happen overnight. Uh, Steve Eiserman said that. It's going to take some patience. But, you know, down the road, they're going to be a solid group. And you're going to see them not win the Stanley Cup overnight, but it's going to be a process. And, you know, right now it's, you know, developing, then it's going to be making the playoffs, and it's going to go deep into the playoffs and winning the Stanley Cup. So it's not going to happen overnight, but they'll be a fun group to watch. Iserman coming in and restructuring the organization, does that bring a little bit of optimism from in-house? Uh, anytime you go through a change, it's a little bit different. And uh, Stevie brought his own guys in. Pat Verbeek is the assistant general manager. Some guys moved around the organization like Chris Draper and Yuri Fisher. But for the most part, the organization is still intact and just a few new faces here and there. But uh, other than that, I think they're headed in the right direction. Stevie did a really good job of the Tampa Bay Lightning, and uh, he's going to do a good job here in Detroit as well. Again, from all your time covering the Red Wings, any favorite memory, any favorite game, something that could be a fun experience like we'll have tonight? I'm hoping this will be a fun experience, and I know it will be because uh, these games are always special. Whenever you come to a, a small town and you see the whole community gather together to watch the Red Wings, of course the Stanley Cup finals have always been terrific. And again, uh, I've been pretty blessed in my career. My first year, 62 wins. Um, I'm saying it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> I mean, you win 62 games, but um, you know, I've been very blessed broadcasting Red Wing games and. You know, tonight's game is going to be fantastic just because of the fact that the Red Wings are playing the defending Stanley Cup champs, and it's going to be an entertaining game for the fans. So I'm going to mark this one down on the Ken Cal uh, schedule as saying, you know, this is one game I hope I always remember. Ken Cal is a play-by-play voice of the Detroit Red Wings, kind enough to give us some time on ESPN-UP. Talk again soon, hopefully. All right, thanks a lot. Always a pleasure. All right, appreciate it, Ken. Thanks. Once again, Ken Cow, Red Wings play-by-play voice, kind enough to sit down. We had coffee together earlier today, and a fun guy to talk to and pick his brain a little bit. Knowledgeable about hockey, knowledgeable about the Red Wings, that's exactly what we want here on ESPN-UP. I tell you what, our special guest is a busy man, and he might actually be the one person who could challenge Dylan Larkin's claim as the most popular man at Hockeyville today, so I'm not sure when he's going to come. He's, you know, still got... A little bit until uh, we're expecting him. So in true uh, professional fashion, we are <laughs> going to do this a little haphazardly and work around his schedule. I've got some audio I want to play for you when we come back from the break. Let's take our next time out. You're listening to the Sports Pen Special presented by the Holiday Inn. Hopefully a guest on ESPN-UP. Now at Menard, save big money on your next project with 11% off everything. Eliminate and prevent mold with Concrobian Mold Control using no harmful chemicals. Use it for everything from water damage restoration to general mold prevention. Get a 32-ounce bottle for just $8 after sale price and 11% off. Get 11% off everything now at Menard's. Good through September 28th. Savings or mailing rebates. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menard's. We can't fix your roof, we won't redesign your kitchen, or plan your dream vacation, but we're here to get your home equity loan ready so that you can. The mortgage team at First Bank is here to work with you. Stop in or apply online at first-bank.com. 
Make it happen with First Bank. First Bank. Marquette Ishpeming. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Subject to approval. Fees may apply. First Bank. Where it's all about people. Now back to the sports pad. Here's Tanner Hoop. Welcome back to the Sports Pen on ESPN-UP, presented by the Holiday Inn Express in Houghton. Tanner Hoops with you, coming at you live from the Calumet Coliseum in Calumet, Michigan. Here's your Sports Center update. Melvin Gordon has ended his holdout. He plans to move on from the Chargers when his contract is up following this season. The Minnesota Twins became the first MLB team to reach 300 home runs in a single season earlier today. And finally... Amazon has announced that they will start producing Alexa products with celebrity voices. The first one will be Samuel Jackson. So instead of Alexa, Amazon is putting out Samuel Jackson's voice, and the first one will be available in October. So I tell you what, we still have our guest that we believe is going to be coming. Again, he's a busy man, and we're going to work around his schedule, what have you. So I'm going to play some audio for you that I took from earlier today. We have got uh, several interviews, both head coaches, Craig Berube and Jeff Blaschel, uh, Troy Loggins, Dom Shine, both former Northern Michigan Wildcats, and then a few of the players, Dylan Larkin, Danny DeKaiser, Jordan Bennington, David Perron, just some of the players that were available to us earlier today. Let's start with Jeff Blaschel. Let's get his thoughts on tonight, because if you didn't know, he's from up this way across the UP over in Sault Ste. Marie, and he remembers playing here back in his day and has some good memories of it. I remember playing well, so I must have a bad memory. Uh, you know what? It, this, it looks awesome, to be honest with you. Because yeah, I came on the ice, I was like, wow, it looks, it looks almost brand new. Um, you know, it's been a long time since, since I played here, but, but I did a, a long time ago and had some good battles uh, back in, in the day. So, But this, I, I thought the rink looks fantastic. The ice is great. Uh, the boards are great. The lighting, it's light. It's 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 great. We're, we're we're looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun. What do you think it means to the people of Calumet to have the team up here? Well, I know what it, you know. I grew up in the Sioux, and, and uh, I know what it would have meant to me as a as a young guy growing up in a in a, in a Red Wing fan. And, and you know, you don't get everyday touches with with uh, NHL stars like Dylan Larkin and. and Anthony Manton, guys like that. So to be able to to, to be uh, up close and personal, I know for me it would have been a really really neat experience, and I'm sure it is for both uh, the young people and the not so young people. I think it's I think it's awesome. I think you know I, I've said that lots. Even when we go to Traverse City, it's great to be able to touch different areas of the state. And obviously, um, this is a, a a real different area, a long ways away, but a super important part of the state. And so we're uh, you know it's it's really cool. And what's it going to be like to play the defending Stanley Cup champions? Well, hopefully good. Hopefully we play well. Uh, uh, the, the sheet's a little bit, the ice sheet's a little bit smaller, which they're a big team, so we'll see. Um, but, you know, it's uh, honestly, from an exhibition standpoint, just in, on a serious note, it's great to be able to keep testing ourselves. We played a really good lineup last night in Pittsburgh. Uh, we'll play a good lineup uh, for sure, you know, probably both the games against Toronto. So it's good as we get closer to, to real action. Well, I tell you what, they have a young team this year, Detroit does, and you heard that they played in Pittsburgh last night. Blaschel's had a really impressive young group of players, and he had some thoughts about them. You know, we've, we've, we haven't had our group together as a, as a, in totality yet, but I think uh, we, we've had a lot of number of young players that have played better this year than a year ago, and I think that's the biggest thing. You know, Joe Valeno's had a better camp uh, than he did a year ago. Uh, same thing with Philip Zadina. Um, you know, I think Dennis Cholosky's done a real good job so far in camp. Again, um, I think uh, Marit Sider uh, so far has had a good camp. So a lot of the young guys that either, in Sider's case, this is our first you know real camp, or in, in a lot of the other guys I mentioned's case, it's their second. They look like their games are better today than they were a year going that's the biggest key for us is we just got to keep getting better we'd like it to be as fast as humanly possible but sometimes it takes longer and and well generally it takes longer so i, I like the rate at which guys are getting better at uh, we got to keep pushing them well you know logs hasn't got in in one yet so it'll be good to have him in um i just saw him at the uh, prospects tournament i don't know him as well obviously dom was with gr last year um, they both uh, guys that bring different qualities to the game. They both have been good college players. It'll be fun. I thought it'd be a great experience for them to be able to come up, uh, obviously close to where they where they played at school. So it should be a fun experience for them, and it'll be good for us to get a look at them. 
Well, that was Jeff Blaschel talking about Northern Michigan alums Troy Loggins and Dominic Shine. Now, again, the Red Wings are going through a grueling portion of the schedule right now. Still in the preseason, regular season drop in the puck next week. In fact, they're in a stretch where they're playing four games and four nights, this of which is night number two. Where we actually end in Detroit, or in, in, end in Toronto, so we actually have four and four nights here. So we had to be smart about our roster management. Only one guy that played in Pittsburgh is playing tonight, uh, and that's uh, uh, Hirose, Taro Hirose, who played at Michigan State. Um, so we had to be smart about that. You can't go back, especially because the fact that we got home late last night. We were supposed to leave early this morning, not quite as early as we were supposed to. Um, so um, none of the same guys. I, I did think it was really important to have you know, a guy like Dylan Larkin up here, a guy like Danny DeKaiser, who's a Michigan, uh, Michigan-born and bred guy up here. Um, you know, to have our line of Bertuzzi and Manta. Athenasiu was supposed to be up here, but he's uh, nursing a little bit of an injury, so he's not here. So I thought it was important. You know, we have Valeno in, in, in uh, uh, Zadina, so some of the young young guys for uh, the, the fans to take a look at. I know you often talk to your players about, you know, grasping these kind of moments and really appreciating them. Is that what you told them before coming? I will. You know, I will uh, as we get before game time. You, you know, these games are always a little bit – it's like playing an outdoor game. Everything's not exactly the same. Um, but that's okay. That's great. That's part of the experience. And, uh, uh, you know, sometimes even in the exhibition season it can get a little mundane. Certainly during the regular season it can get mundane. So whenever you mix things like this in, it just brings life and energy. And I think it's a great reminder, too, for us, um, you know, in the NHL, uh, how special we have it, uh, what a great opportunity we have every day in our lives in the NHL, and let's make the most of it. Uh, and these are great reminders of that. I tell you what, the uh, morning skate, what have you, was a pretty popular attraction. Some people had... You know, the opportunity to come to the morning skate by getting a ticket through the lottery. That doesn't guarantee you a ticket to the game, though. They wanted to spread the wealth as much as they could. But I tell you what, the people treated it as if it was a game they were watching rather than a morning practice. And for the coaches, even, it was one of the more memorable moment uh, morning skates of their career. Uh, yeah, we had to be up there for sure. Good energy in there, uh, good energy in the building. Some let's go, let's go Red Wing chant. So it was, uh, it was fun. It brings tons of energy to it, so it was super fun. Greg Berube, head coach of the St. Louis Blues, also had his turn with the media. Let me give you the highlights from his press conference earlier today. Well, I was, I haven't had a whole lot of this experience yet, but how was, how was your couple hours of hockey build there? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's cool when I come to a little town, a little rink like this, and, uh, you know, be involved, and I think it's good for everybody. You see, as the bus comes into town, people are standing there along yeah, the side of the road. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> <clears throat> Obviously, uh, you know, fans are excited and, you know, get to watch a game here, an NHL game, and uh, come to an old historic rink like this is a pretty cool experience for everybody. Is any reminiscent of your childhood? <laughs> well, a little bit. I think uh, it's probably similar to this, maybe not quite as big, but, uh, I, you know, I grew up in a little town, too, in western Canada, so I'm pretty familiar with this kind of uh, scenario. How do you approach this game tonight? Um, I think just like any other game, I really do. Um, you know, the ice surface is a little bit smaller, so, you know, I don't expect a lot of, you know, clean flow play with the rink being that small. Uh, not going to be a lot of time to do much, um, being how quick guys are and things like that. So you're going to have to move the puck quick and make simple plays out there. So you're going to measure different things in this game than you would be? Yeah, a little bit, yeah, with the rink size for sure, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you get Caspic in today after he's missed camp. Good thing to finally get him a game. Yeah, I think it's really good. It's unfortunate he got hurt in uh, Travers um, in rookie camp, but uh, he's worked hard and got himself back. Uh, so, it's, you know, it's important, I think, for a guy like that to give him a game and, and see what he can do. What was the thing? I think he was down and is back up mm-hmm. for this game. What was the. Um, you know, well, just. Uh, you know, a pool that went back down, so we wanted to get another D-man back up here for this game, and, and uh, you know, we got two more after this, so um, just some things that went on the last couple of games, and so we get Ranky back up here. Listen, this kid had a good year last year for us uh, down in San Antonio, and, um, and we want to give him another look. He's, he's a good player. Guys like Paganski and Olsen, yeah, I've gotten a bunch of games against Fabry's played in all but one, too. Are you still looking for things out of those guys at this point? Oh, yeah, we always are. <clears throat> for sure, Fabry, uh, you know, being 
the situation he's been in the last couple of years. He hasn't played a lot of hockey, so I think it was important that you know we get him in uh, quite a few games here in exhibition mm-hmm. to get him up to speed, and he's played well. So you know I'm looking forward to seeing him again tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other guys, Pagansky and Olson, these guys they played quite a few games. Like mm-hmm. again, I'll go back to our depth. You know we got to mm-hmm. see it's, we got to know what we got from from a depth standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they played really well, uh, really well. So, you know, they deserve to play. Mm-hmm. The guy, not here, but the guys back in St. Louis say that Bertuzzo didn't skate today? No, he did not. Any, any... Um, he'll be fine, but uh, just more of a precaution from last game. Um, you know, got nicked up a little bit, so we kept him off the ice today. Mm-hmm. Presumably tomorrow's game will be the guys that weren't here? Yeah, a lot of them will be in there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, the old uh, Chicago Stadium, we had to walk up the stairs to get to the room, so pretty similar, I guess. Not a lot of room in that dressing room down there. No, it's tight. That's just normal, uh, you know, normal minor league hockey uh, uh, dressing rooms and stuff like that, but... uh, it is what it is, and you know our guys are you know our guys are good. I mean they're they're fine. It's just it's part of it all, and I think it's uh, the NHL does a great job with this kind of a situation. You know they do it, and I think it's great for the league and it's great for the town. Greg Berube, Stanley Cup champion, head coach of the St. Louis Blues, and he finally got that interim tag gone. I tell you what, I got more audio to play for. you. still waiting for our guest, and again, he's a busy man. I understand. And this sports pen is brought to you by the Holiday Inn Express in Houghton. I've got more audio, though, until we can hopefully get our guest here. We've got uh, audio from a couple of Northern Michigan alum, Dominic Shine and Troy Loggins. They made themselves available earlier today to the media as well. How cool is it to play in a building that's 106 years old? Yeah, you know, I didn't know that when we first got here, but, I mean, it's a really nice ring for being 100 years old, so I'm excited, excited for the game. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited. I mean, it, it looks really nice, and I think it's going to be pretty fun. There was one in uh, Marquette when I was at school there. You, I think you were there too, and uh, it was a pretty good time, so I'm excited to be here. And you guys are playing the defending Stanley Cup champions. How exciting is that? Yeah, that's always really cool. You know, um, we watched them on, hot, or on the TV, you know, last last June, so I'm excited to be playing against them. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to be tough competition. It's going to be uh, fast-paced, I bet, in that small rink, but it'll be really fun. Did you wish you had a Michigan Tech Northern series up here? I mean, that would have been pretty cool. I, you know, I think they should do one either in Marquette or here and make it make it something special. Old something, school? Yeah, something like that. Maybe at, maybe at uh, Lakeview there or even here, I think it would be really cool. I'll tell you what, it is going to feel like a Northern Michigan atmosphere here tonight because there's plenty of green and gold here, and a lot of ticket holders are coming up from Marquette, and they're making it almost like a college atmosphere for these two Wildcat alum. And got to tell you, that made it special for these guys. Uh, it's really cool to see them, you know, travel to come see us play. You know, we were part of their community for four years, so it's awesome, you know, to see them keep supporting us, and, you know, we're happy to have them here. I tell you what, afterwards, Ryan and I got together with Dom and Troy, and we had a little mini informal presser, and uh, we'll get to that audio here in just a couple of moments, what have you. A couple of guests coming on, though. Tom Mogish or GM? Yeah. What's up, Tom? So i got to introduce you to Dieter Cocken. Okay. The uh, He coaches the goalies for Northern, and okay. he is with the Michigan State Police, and they're doing a uh, bomb dog sweep. Dieter, right? You're checking things out here. Correct. We're just making sure everything's safe here, and dog came up from the St. Agnes Post and getting it cleared out and ready for the hockey game. Well, Dieter, we're glad to have you. i got to tell you what. I turned around, and I see my boss and a cop approaching me while I'm on air. And I was <laughs> trying to catch my breath and uh, regather myself. But coaching goalies, I mean, how'd that start? Well, I played at Northern, and then I went on to a career mostly in the minor leagues. And when I got done with that, I got into the Michigan State Police and wanted to stay involved to, in some capacity and got involved with the goalies, first at Michigan Tech, oddly enough, and then at Northern. So it's been it's been a fun experience. Talk about your NHL career that you had. Yeah, I was played for 10 years, mostly in the minors. I The NHL is with the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Minnesota Wild, and the New York Islanders. So this is starting to bring back some memories, obviously the excitement before the game and 
what the players are going through here early in the season. What would that have been like had you been a player at the time to play in a Hockeyville game? Well, this would, I'm, it's amazing the community support for this event. Like, I can't, it, it's, you can't really describe the excitement when you look at the kids and how the community's kind of rallying around this event. So, and talking with some of the players down there, they're really excited to play. It's obviously a completely different venue from what they're, they're used to experiencing, but they're equally excited just because they can feel the excitement of the, the atmosphere from the community and they're, they're ready to go. Did you talk to Loggins and Dominic Shine downstairs? I haven't, I haven't talked. We've kind of been busy doing our job here. And you were actually the first person I got a chance to talk to, so it all worked out, I guess. I did see Jeremy Ronick. We just cleared his room out there, so I think he was next to come on here. Yeah, he's supposed to be, but we can't. We haven't found him. Maybe we should send the state police after him. Yeah, we can go grab on, don't we? Hey, you're on our side, Dieter. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, uh, cat is out of the bag. Jeremy Roenick is supposed to be our special surprise guest again. Busy man, and see if we can track him down here during the break. Uh, we're back with more on the Sports Pen presented by the Holiday Inn Express of Houghton after this on ESPN-UP. Mom is going to fly, and she has trouble getting around, and there's no way she can get into an airplane. Or is there? Because Sawyer International Airport has jet bridges. Those are the covered walkways that every big airport has that attaches to the plane so that you can walk or be pushed in a wheelchair protected from the snow and the rain without taking any steps. The staff at Sawyer are expert in helping. They're trained to help you get safely on and off the plane, whether it's on Delta Airlines or American Airlines. And once you leave Sawyer for your next stop, they can call ahead to let them know that you're coming and could use some help. It's all part of the Sawyer International Airport Touch. I'm Dwayne Dray, Airport Manager, and we thank you for flying Sawyer International Airport. This Friday, the Westwood Patriots return to the road when they play host to Manistique. And you can catch all the action on ESPN-UP. Every game is important for the Patriots, and every single second of the action is yours, on the air and online. The Patriots and the Emeralds, Friday night with pregame starting at 6.30, only on ESPN-UP. 93.3 FM, AM 970, online at ESPNUP.com and on the ESPNUP app. Now back to the sports pad. Here's Tanner Hoop. Tanner Hoops with you. Glad to have you along in the sports pen presented by the Holiday Inn of Houghton here in ESPN-UP. Again, we're anticipating Jeremy Roenick. I connected with him earlier today, talked a little bit, and again, he's a busy guy. I know he's going to be here in a few minutes, though, because in about 10 minutes when we sign off, they're going to open up the media buffet table, and I know that's going to get JR up here. So if we don't get him on air, I'll record something with him. We'll play it back a different day. I've got more audio I want to play for you until then, though. I was mentioning right before Dieter came on, and not before scaring me half to death, I uh, mentioned that I had a private conversation, me, Ryan Stieg, some of us northern Michigan uh, media, what have you, got together with Troy and with Dom, and we had a little informal, impromptu presser, talked to them a little bit about playing their game tonight on the NHL ice, and for Loggins, it'll be his first experience doing so. Yeah, I um, just got to, you know, play my game, shoot the puck, play simple, and, you know, when, hopefully good things happen. I tell you what, Dom thought the same way. He's had a little bit more experience at the NHL level, the varsity level, if you will, and he's going to retake the ice again tonight, kind of acting as a wingman with Loggins. Absolutely, you know, I'm playing a little, uh, kind of a, not grind your role, but a tough role, you know, doing the right things, being smart defensively, that's what I'm going to, you know, do here tonight, and Troy and I are going to be playing together, so I'll try to feed him the puck a little bit. Hopefully he does the same. First time that they've played together since college. And again, Dom never had Grant Petoni as his head coach. Loggins, though, did. We asked him about Grant and how he developed him into the NHL hopeful that he is today. Um, for me, I would say he definitely, you know, helped me bring my game to the next level at Northern. Um, going from, he came in my junior year, and um, after that year, I think, uh, moved up in every statistical category. So I think... Um, just having him there and his support, and he's a great coach, so I feel like he's really helped my game. Yeah, and Dom never had Grant Petoni during his time at Northern. That was uh, before Grant was there, although Northern was a vital part of getting him to the NHL. There's a really good culture there. Um, and when I got there, there's a good group of guys that I played with, and everyone's you know working for the right goals, and uh, 
my coach there at the time was Walt Kyle, who's also a great coach. He's been there for I don't know how many years, Dave, how many, 20 years, about 15, 20 years. So he's, he just, he really helped me out and really pushed me to get better. And I think similar to what Logan said about Grant, that's what uh, Walt did for me. I tell you what, Dom wasn't there when Hockeyville came to Marquette in 2016. Loggins was, though. Loggins is another one of those guys. He's in that elite club with Ryan Stieg, Tom Mogish, guys like that, that have experienced Hockeyville twice, although for Troy it was in two very different capacities. Tonight he'll be making his NHL debut. Last time Kraft Hockeyville came to the UP, he was working it as an usher. Yeah, well, yeah, the first time I was working it, you know, I was out there in the stands working it, and now I'm playing it, so it's pretty cool we got a few more audio segments I want to play for you here quickly. Some of the players were available to us earlier today, including Red Wings star Dylan Larkin. Uh, right from when we got here at the, at the airport, there was fans, and I had the red carpet, which is pretty cool. Um, and then a sold-out practice here, so it's uh, it's pretty cool. They're, they're really taking it in, and, and so are we, so it's, it's a lot of fun today so far. What, is, what does it mean to you to be part of this, uh, this kind of event? It's really cool. They're just another city in Michigan that, I, that I've played in and I haven't been to this this uh, this rink but it's really nice it's uh, you know great ice um, I mean the, the fans I've been up here playing in Houghton against Michigan Tech and the fans love hockey up here people love hockey um, you know I think uh, I saw a picture last night there was a senior game and the place was sold out so uh, it was it was uh, you know it was pretty cool to be on the ice and I already had the kids had the let's go Red Wings chance so uh, it's, expect the same tonight and, and it's just uh, I'm, I'm really excited to be here how cool is it to play in a rink that's over 100 years old? Yeah, it is cool. Um, it's it's a it's an old barn, but um, like I said, the ice is great. The boards are uh, like what we're used to in the NHL, and uh, you know, I just wish they had you know more people could enjoy the game. So um, it's uh, we're really excited. We're we're uh, you know rolling with the things that that may not be uh, what we have in a normal game day, but uh, it's uh, it's it's really exciting being here. And for the fans, it, it, you know, they might be fans that you see you on TV, but to, like, actually see you in person, it's, it's a whole different experience for them. Yeah, it is. I was talking to a kid, and he was so excited to see NHL players skate on the ice that he skates on. And, um, you know, I can imagine as a kid, you know, the rink that I grew up playing in where guys came and skated and, uh, you know, let alone a, an NHL game. So uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's uh, a lot of kids, which is the way it should be, and and uh, hopefully more of the same tonight. And and you know it's going to be a tough game playing against the Stanley Cup champions, and they brought a lot of their regular guys, so it'll uh, it'll be a fast game, and the fans will get to see a pretty good hockey game. How do you adjust to a little bit slightly smaller rink? Uh it's it's normal. I mean, I think uh, Pareko's stick will be able to go from the slot to the board, so um, <laughs> it is a little bit smaller, but uh, you know what it. You just play. It's it's a um, you know it's hockey, so um, it'll be it'll be tight for everyone. But uh, I expect it to be a fast game. The ice is great, um, so we're uh, we're excited. Well, the Y and Iserman must stand for youth when you look at this Red Wing uh, roster this year. A lot of young guys, so much so that Dylan Larkin, who's younger than I am, is one of the veterans on this squad. But he likes what he's seen from his new teammates. Well, we've been playing hard. We've had a couple injuries here in camp and. Um, you know, guys are stepping up. Guys are playing a lot of games, so they're getting good looks. And um, you know, I like the way our special teams have been, and and I like the the way the young players have responded to to playing a lot and playing in big situations. So it uh, looks like the the future's future's bright, and there's there's more young guys coming and pushing for a job. Another Michigan native, Danny DeKaiser, playing for the Red Wings, made himself available earlier. He had a few other comments to say about the young guys. What did you think, especially with the crowd reaction this morning? Yeah, no, I mean, pulling up on the bus, uh, all the guys were like, oh, we didn't really uh, know what to expect, but, uh, you know, the fans here look happy, and, you know, they're bringing a lot of energy, so it should be fun tonight. What does it mean to you to be able to be a part of an event like this? I think it's great. Um, you know, obviously they're doing some upgrades to the rink and stuff like that here and, you know, bringing the game here and, and all that. So I think it's good and, you know, kind of spreads the game to uh, some different cities that normally it wouldn't be in. And also playing in such a, an old place. It's the oldest indoor rink in the, the world, apparently. Yeah, yeah, it's, I, I know that fact. I heard that today. So, um, yeah, no, it's, I think it's going to be great, like I said. And uh, everyone, all the players I know are excited and ready to get out there and have some fun. Not to mention it must be exciting playing the defending Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, you know, they're, they're a great team. Um, you know, they've been good for a few years now. So seeing them win the Cup last year was, was no surprise. they got a great team. And, you know, I'm sure they'll be ready to play tonight.
were you expecting the kind of reaction you got when you pulled it up in the bus today? <laughs> I didn't really know what to expect, to be honest. Um, I figured, you know, everybody up here was uh, going to be pretty excited, but uh, I didn't know they were going to shut the whole down on today, so <laughs> it's pretty cool. Well, the Kaiser, uh, again, he talked about some of his younger teammates, guys that are just joining the lineup. That includes guys like Shine and Loggins. Yeah, I mean, I think it looks promising. Um, you know, we've had uh, quite a few draft picks the last few years here, and, uh, you know, we're trying to um, build some youth into the organization. And um, the guys that we have drafted are signed and, you know, are young guys, and they're highly skilled guys, and they're trying to make the team. So, um, you know, I think it's going to be a good year. I wanted to talk about what Iserman has been doing now that he's back with Detroit, this time in a managerial role, and talked about the state of hockey in Michigan and how it's growing and why it's producing so many NHL players. You know, there's tons of Michigan players in the NHL. Um, you know, you see guys in college and growing up, you play with a lot of guys, and, um, you know, some make it, some don't. But, um, you know, overall, it's, it's highly competitive, and, you know, it's a big hockey state. I think Steve Eiserman back as your GM. How do you think that's going to give you a nice push for the team wise? Yeah, I think so. It's um, you know it kind of brings a, a little bit of a new look to our front office and, and stuff like that. So um, I know the guys are excited to have him back, and all the fans are really excited to have him back too. So um, I'm sure he's going to do great. He did awesome down in Tampa, and you know I'm sure he's looking to do the same thing here. I got one more piece of audio I want to play for you before we sign off here, and that comes from the St. Louis Blues side of things. Jordan Bennington. More like Jordan Winnington after last year's Stanley Cup run. He had some time for the media along with teammate David Perron. And Perron never thought that he would play in an arena like this. This is by far the most unique environment that he's ever played in, according to the man himself. That's something that I never thought I would play a hockey game in, and let alone an NHL game, so it's pretty cool. Jordan, how about you? Uh, yeah, this is pretty, uh, you know, it's pretty awesome event. I think they've done a great job with the rink, and um, you know, you can just feel how excited the, the city is and the people who are in the building are. It's uh, Red Wings country here. What did it mean to you when you were out there and you saw a bunch of your fans were here too? So. Um, yeah, you know, the the Blues fans are, are kind of scattered now. They're, they're um, all over the place. And we saw a couple of jerseys, a couple of T-shirts, and um, some fans out here said they're actually from uh, St. Louis too. So, uh, yeah, it's cool, and it's nice to see, uh, you know, some, some blues love out here, and um, it'll be fun to, you know, get in some action tonight. And for old-time purposes, they were playing Gloria when you came in. Yeah. Don't hear it anymore. It might be one of the last time we hear it for, for a while, so we'll have to find a new winning song or something. But uh, I just think it's a great event, like Binner said, and it uh, doesn't matter if they're Red Wing fans or whatever, they're hockey fans, and they're just excited to see us, and... Um, we're fortunate to, to get to live that in Illinois. Well, I tell you what, you play in a place like this, and you feel just like a kid again. It's different, you're a professional, but it gives you a little bit of an atmosphere that makes you feel nostalgic. Yeah, like even in the summer for me right now where I train, it's still uh, a little bit of an older rink, like maybe not as, as quite as the oldest rink in North America, but uh, I, I just think we all come from areas where we've played in rinks like this, and uh, it kind of reminds us... Uh, all the work we put in, uh, all the people that helped us along the way, and it's, uh, it's a cool feeling. Regular season starts next week. Uh, how cool is this an experience to start the kind of season off with? Yeah, yeah, this is one of our last exhibition game for, for our group and certainly for a lot of the uh, veteran guys, so it's, it's another chance to get our game ready and get our timing into it, and that's, that's what it's for, and at the end of the day it's for our fans, so we're going to have some fun with it tonight. Smaller sheet of ice, does that force you to adjust your game a little bit, play more physical? <laughs> Helps me a lot with my speed. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think we're just here to, to have fun, to be honest. We're not going to overanalyze those type of things. Uh, I'm sure there's some uh, some things that might happen throughout the game, but our coaches will talk about that stuff. It's not a big deal. Jordan, are you ready to go? Are you ready for the season? Or do you need another game to get in? Yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, it's all about timing and, uh, you know, feel all right. So just kind of going with it and working hard every day, keeping my head down, and we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. David, how about you? How yeah. is preseason gone? Are you ready for Yeah, I just, we're, it's weird. Like, the first two games, you feel like your timing's not quite there, so we'll see tonight how it goes. But same thing, I think we'll be ready to go first game. Uh, it's going all right right now, so just taking it day by day and working towards uh, game one. Sammy Blaze on, on your yeah. line tonight. He seems to be having a, a pretty solid camp. and Really happy for him. He's, he's worked hard uh, to get to this level, and 
uh, like you said, uh, he's, he's got a really good every game he's played. I think he's played really well, and even uh, his assist uh, last game to O'Reilly was pretty impressive, and uh, his goal the night before. So uh, good on him, and we want him to, to keep getting better for our group, and he's one of them that's really stepped up right now. And uh, But it's, it's just preseason, and we'll see where it goes. It's perfect timing from Jordan Bennington, and I tell you what, we are out of time. Two hours from now, this place is going to be filled to the brim, and we will have NHL hockey in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan for the second time in four years. I'm Tanner Hoop signing off from the Calumet Coliseum here in Calumet, Michigan. Once again, our sports pen today brought to you by the Holiday Inn Express of Houghton. Hope you enjoyed the show. Again, we missed Ronick. I'm going to see him, though, here in a couple of minutes. I got a feeling with the buffet opening up, and we'll get something posted up later. We'll try getting it on different shows someday. Appreciate you tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. Back on tomorrow, 4 Eastern, 3 Central on ESPN-UP.